You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Well, we got a great show planned for you today. Hot Dotson talk. Oh, yeah. Roadster talk. Roadster talk. Not 510, not ah, Z talk. Like Roadster. Roadster. Surprising Roadster talk with a very harrowing story. We almost got killed in the Roadster. <laughs> First, betonline.ag. NFL, college, now, MLB playoff action. Visit betonline.ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Use promo code PODCAST1 for a 50% sign-up bonus. Matchups in uh, week five, we got Baltimore at Pittsburgh and Green Bay, Dallas, Indy at KC. Lots of good games to choose from. We've got a $500 in uh, rewards to give out each week to five listeners and 5,000 season-long charity contests. Join the conversation on uh, Twitter at hashtag SportsNet challenge and uh let's see my lock will be uh new england at washington i predict 42 14 so take that one to the bank use the promo code podcast one receive a 50 percent sign up bonus today betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice, baby. Got no mandate. Get it on. Welcome to CarCast. I'm Adam Crowell. It's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. Hello. There. Sorry, my voice is a little wanky. I've been traveling and talking and talking and traveling. Yeah. Yeah, that's my job. Yeah. Talk and travel, <laughs> travel and talk. So, um, thanks for joining us. I have um, car thoughts. Yeah. Sure you do as well. Um, current projects working on a couple bre cars the roadster and the 510 um the roadster is i guess a team team car and the uh, 510 is a privateer car right the roadster we've been talking about a long time the one you guys have seen there's another roadster now this is the second roadster in the in your bre collection the uh, BRE, Pete Brock, still sending me emails, mm-hmm. awesome stuff. Um, they did a sort of blue and white scheme and a red and white scheme, and they did the same with their 510s as they did with their Roadsters. Yeah. Um, they had the 510 with the red hood, I think 46. Was it 46? Yeah. Um, that's the one that's in the um, museum. Then they had the blue hooded one. That's the one I have. And uh, they did the same with the Roadster. I have the blue hooded Roadster and the red hooded Roadster. The blue hooded one is the one you've seen me drive before. And the red hooded one is in a million pieces. But I think those are the only two Roadsters. I think so. And uh, they're cool because they're cool pieces. And in a weird way, everyone loves the 510s. But the Roadster, in in a, in a in a weird way, is a more interesting piece. The two thousand, not not the sixteen hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they came with a five speed, which is you know you're talking about nineteen sixty eight, nineteen sixty seven, sixty nine. It's a car with a five speed. Yeah. The but Z, the, but they're the, oddly the, full frame cars. Yeah. The know? Z's, the Z's, came with a four speed. <laughs> years yeah. later. You know, yeah. or some years later, um, I'm guessing the five tens all had four speeds, but the the Roadster had a five speed, had a two liter 
four cylinder versus a one six or one eight. Yeah. And 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 like a big racy head, and it was not an L motor. The Z's are L two, you know, twenty four hundred and L eighteen and L sixteen. Or this is a U, which is a little different configuration. So, um, but those cars pull hard, and 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 yes, they have a full frame, so they have yeah. like a truck frame. Yeah. And they have a straight live rear axle. Yeah. And they have drum brakes in the rear, which they all had. But they haul ass. And they're uh, they're fun to drive. And I learned this lesson years ago. The first car I ever bought, like the first fun car I ever bought, was a very used 240Z. And I just wrenched on it and experimented. And I just had all these. Remember you'd have all these goofy plans for your car? Yeah. About what you're going to do to it. Stupid rims, stupid paint, like stupid <laughs> ever. Like you're going to just keep. <clears throat> and all I would do is sort of like, I sort of had the same relationship with the Z as I had with Playboys, which is I would go babysit and I would, I knew the two kids I babysit, their dads had Playboys. And my dad didn't have Playboys. <laughs> my dad's a weird dude. Like my dad doesn't. I don't think you could find... He never had a play with... Nobody even gave him one? I know he didn't buy one, right? <laughs> my, you, If you walked into my dad's house at any point in his adult life, yeah. you could not look around his house. Now, it wouldn't take you long to look around his house because his house was always like 600 square feet or his shitty little apartment. You could not find a bottle of scotch a bottle of vodka, a bottle of wine, okay. a, a, a beer, mm-hmm. a, a Playboy, a tool, a cigar, <laughs> like th- no drugs, like yeah. uh, you know, some reefer. Yeah. Like, there was literally, if you went into my dad's house, you'd just search the whole house and you'd be like, does a nine-year-old just live here alone? Yeah, like, right. there's, there's no, no vices at all? There's nothing. There's There's nothing. <laughs> I, I swear to God, he didn't he own... He didn't have one vice, like a pipe. He smoked a pipe. <laughs> he, for a small, for a little period of time, <laughs> I think he smoked a cigar for a small period of time. But other than that, there was nothing in the house. You couldn't find a steak. You couldn't find <laughs> a bottle of scotch. You, you couldn't find a Playboy. Yeah. You couldn't find anything. There was nothing. It's just, yeah. my dad just lived in a house. Maybe other things turned him on. I, I <laughs> don't a, know. Maybe a 14-inch black and white TV did it for him. <laughs> but I would, I think it was 13, but I used to go <laughs> and I would babysit for my these two uh, guys named Reevy and Ronnie and then my neighbor too and I'd babysit. And the dads had like the Playboy like somewhere like in the bathroom under the sink or something where dads kept Playboys. And I would just be 13. I would just stare at this Playboy. I would just stare at it. I was like, God, one yeah. day or what could I do? On the job? You were on the job. I was on the job. Well, the kids <laughs> went to bed. You know, I'd, you know, I'd have, you know, Love Boat and Fantasy Island to yeah, watch. Yeah. I'd just be sitting there on the sofa watching TV and just staring at Playboy. But I had the same with my Z car later. It's like I just look at it. And I'd yeah. be like, I want to do something. But I don't have any money. I don't have any tools. Yeah. And I just like, I, I want to get a turbocharger and I want to build an engine and stuff like that. And I had nothing. I had like no, 
had no money. What, I had no tools. What, I had no garage. What was your car porn? Was there a was there a magazine or a book or a catalog or a catalog? You know, it was like a Hot Rod magazine or or a Summit Racing catalog or, or Jeg's catalog that you'd flip through. Probably not <clears> too <throat> much of that. I got the how to hot rod your 240Z and 510 and whatever the sort of yeah. iconic. What is that book, Maxipata? How, book to, is how to hot rod? <laughs> no, it's it's soft it's soft cover, but it's thick, and it's like how to hot rod your Datsun 240Z. I think it said hot rod, whatever. And the picture of it is a BRE 510, like on the cover. And I just sit there and look at like triple Weber setups for the yeah triple Weber setups for the oh yeah how to hot rod and race your in your Datsun. Right. Oh, I guess so. It was maybe it had a little bit of instructional driving thing to go along with the, the mods you do. The picture is the '46 John Morton car at what I would assume is you know a track that is. No. They tell me you can tell it's road Atlanta because you can see the clay. Okay. So if you see like yeah. the orange clay around the side of the track or the berm that like Paul Newman hit in his 510 and mm-hmm. blah, 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 then you'll know it's road Atlanta. So I'm, I'm assuming it's road Atlanta because of the sort of orange looking clay, but I don't know. And there's John Morton. And I was like, oh man, I could hot rod my Z and I would just stare at the pictures and they'd be showing the, the Weber setup and they'd be showing the, they'd be showing the parts you know, I mean, but parts yeah, like the triple yeah. Weber setup that was like you know nine hundred bucks or something. It's like I, so I would just stare yeah. at it, and stare at it. But I, those are racing parts. Then the, that's it. It's all racing parts. There was no like aftermarket, no stuff. It wasn't like you're going to buy you know some well casting coil over. You put like, race, have to do the racing. You put racing locked. parts on your street car, but yeah, yeah. It, so at some point, my buddy Snake. <laughs> he bought a roadster pale yellow they dotson made a weird pale yellow 2000 roadster this thing bone stock you know hubcaps on it like had a little luggage rack you know on the trunk yeah you know like just flat out bone stock 2000 roadster yeah and and i drove my z over to his house in uh north hollywood and i was like eh, it's a cute little pea shooter and he's like this car hauls ass and i, I was like yeah but it's no it's no z car you know because <laughs> look at my car i got a z car and you know it's all racy and everything yeah and you yeah. got this little fun little, little chick car you yeah, know it looks like a little roadster that's it, it just looks kind of like my car has like mags on it and yours has like yeah. five inch steel rims with hubcaps and um we proceeded to have drag races up and down his street. Like, okay. And he beat me every time. Now, yeah. looking back on it, it was probably because he had the five-speed and I had the four-speed, possibly. Possibly. But he just beat me every time. Yeah. I was like, that car hauls ass. Another time, he was driving up Laurel, and uh, or I think he was coming down Laurel, and some guy in a kind of like first-gen RX-7 like pulled up next to him. But yeah, yeah, yeah. An RX-7 at that point, like 1984, was like a modern supercar versus <laughs> a Zeke versus the two, 2000 Roadster. Yeah, during the, for, for the right. Roadster, yeah. They raced down down <laughs> Laurel. Sort of side by side? How do you 
do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Side by side. I was in a car behind him, so I was like following him. Like, yeah. But I caught up. Uh, he beat him in the in the <laughs> 2000 Roadster. Bone stock. The RX-7 ended up over the curb through a wrought iron fence and on a, the apartment, a lawn of an apartment. Yeah. So I don't know what happened, but that guy lost it. <laughs> the guy lost it. Went over the curb. <laughs> Another time. So I was like. The picture on the book is Road Atlanta, so says yeah. Max Apata. If you look at this other shot of these Dawsons at Road Atlanta, that's the same turn. Right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Good. Sneaky. Good. Good sleuthing? Sleuthing, I was going to say. Good sleuthing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, uh, so I had immense respect for that car, like, early on. I'm yeah. Like, that's no pea shooter. That's a cool car. And then... Uh, the cars I have were BRE cars that, you know, Frank Moniz won the West Coast Championship. And I, I can't remember what the other one is. I don't know. Maybe Max Paddock can look. And I think Morton drove them, too. Yeah. Um, the scariest time I ever had in a car was in a 2000 Roadster, which was not racing the 2000 Roadster at uh, Laguna Seca, the scariest time I ever had was Snake had his roadster once again. He had some clutch problem with it, and 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 he took it to the mechanic, and they replaced the clutch, and it was like gone for like three weeks. Like remember when you'd get your remember when you'd have to dump your car off somewhere and just <laughs> yeah. be gone, and nobody had Uber right. or a rental car or cell phone or cell phone or like hey dad I no need texting. to borrow your second car like there yeah. wasn't any of that. It's like no, you, send him an email going what's the status? <laughs> you you dump your car off at the mechanic and the guy'd be like ah oh, we're gonna we don't we don't stock those parts like that throw out bearing's got to come from Japan it's gonna <laughs> take a while and whatever and you'd just be walking for like two weeks like you didn't have a <laughs> yeah you'd have a car. Like you dump your car off somewhere. There was no Uber. We I never took a taxi cab. Taxi cabs were too expensive. Yeah, Uber didn't exist. I didn't have credit cards or AAA. You couldn't rent a car for a week and like have your insurance right. pay for it. There was no insurance. There was no nothing. So it's just like for that for like two weeks. Like if you had a buddy who had a motorcycle or something, he'd lend it to you for two weeks. Or someone was out yeah, of town yeah. and you could like commandeer their car. Or you'd have somebody, you just like, Russ, at work, the drywaller, he'll pick you up on the way in to the job. Yeah, like, a lot that, of that. Lot there's of, a lot, lot of, of like, negotiating. Gotta buddy, you gotta pick up that ride. dude. Yeah. Like, when's the last time you picked up some dude? There was a whole life around picking up dudes who didn't have cars, whose cars were broken, who was like, you know. So, he dropped his car. Anyways, the car was in there for like three weeks. And... It sat for two weeks and six I'm, days. I'm sure. At some point, he got it back. He got the new clutch. Yeah. He was happy about it. And we're going that night to a party. And we're going up uh, Wrightwood, which is a street. You got to look up uh, Wrightwood in Studio City. So Wrightwood is this street that goes up. It like makes its way up to Mulholland. And it's like off of kind of Laurel and... Kawanga and whatever. It's a yeah, weird, okay. windy, hilly street. Super windy and narrow that just goes up the backside on the valley side of uh, the San Fernando Valley and up over it'll get you to you can it's like it's like taking a secret back trail to get up to Mulholland, like if you're going over the hill. Mm-hmm. 
And we're driving up that thing. Yeah, we're looking at the picture of it. It's and, a you nice, know, good squiggly line. Ray <laughs> is like sitting in the front seat. So I'm in the boot. I, there is no back seat yeah, in a roadster. Yeah. You have to sit sideways on a package shelf. Right. Now, their seats are all the way back, so my legs can't even go. No, you, you have to, you literally sit sideways. Like, you'd have to you sit put sideways your legs on a, behind on a package the driver, shelf. and you're sitting behind the passenger, and you're squished back there. And Snake is going up the hill, and it's, there's one part of Wrightwood that gets really bendy and really steep. It just gets, it's really steep, and he's going, and the clutch starts slipping. Like, as he's getting up this yeah. steep hill, it's like slipping. It's got me and Ray. It's got like 400 pounds extra, dude. And, <laughs> yeah. and the car, and it's slipping. And Snake's pissed. He's like, God damn it. I just got this thing back from the shop. And it's basically doing what it was doing yeah, before. Yeah. And it's slipping and it's slipping. And at a certain point, we're like coming to a stop because it's just slipping. And he goes, God damn it. And he throws it in reverse. And drops the clutch. Of course, immediately we start going backwards because we're just coasting hard. Yeah. So he didn't mean to get. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. Okay. He was pissed. Okay. He throws it in reverse. He punches it. He drops the clutch. Now that we're not going up the hill yeah. with all the weight in the car, now we got all the weight going down no, the hill. No. And now that he's we're moving, the clutch is kind of engaging now. Yeah. And he's punching it. And he's going backwards down. <laughs> Rightwood down this windy like at night, like looking over his shoulder and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, God damn it, he's cussing the whole time, right. like he's just driving angry. I'm sitting in the boot. Like I'm like <laughs> trying not to block his vision, yeah. I hope. <laughs> he we go about two hundred feet of just whining, like him cussing and bitching and like yelling at the transmission shop. Yeah, yeah, going, God damn it. And at some point he just grabs the e brake and whips it around and the car just boom <laughs> on a narrow street, like not on a wide part or anything. Yeah, just yeah. The, when he whipped it around, there's probably a foot and a half of play on each side yeah. of the bumper between the curb. Just whips around now and, and then pops it in first gear and we just go down the <laughs> down the hill. It says nothing else. That's it. He's done. Nothing else. Later on I, I owned a roadster. And got like a roll bar welded into it and then bought an old roadster off of uh, my buddy uh, Umgad Abu Zamzam, who was like hot rodding it in the valley. So I had a kind of history with, with roadsters. Yeah. And uh, I always thought they were cool cool peas. And I still think they're like a little undervalued. I, yeah. I, I don't care about the 1600s. They have like a push rod iron head or something on them. Mm-hmm. Like not that interested. Get the 2000 for sure. But I don't know where they're at with the uh, bring a trailer. But if you look at the scattergram on bring a trailer with 2000 roadsters, they must be creeping up. They I are a cool so. piece. Yeah. And compared to your uh, Spitfires and your MGs and your, your triumphs and your yeah. stuff like that, those cars are all sort of four banger push rod kind of four speed kind of slugs. Yeah. The Roadsters kind of haul, yeah, yeah. hauls ass. Yeah, and and it's it's great on the track too, like you're saying. It's it's great in race trim and it's fun to see out there and and uh it's a it it scoots. It's scoots Well, that good. that car you know, when I was racing with uh Martin, yeah. and uh his uh Alpha buddies, those guys are super experienced uh drivers. On that track, 
I don't think anyone could argue that. And they're driving well-prepared Alfa Romeos. No one can argue with a well-prepped GTA or GTV full full race prep car. And that Roadster hung with them just fine. Yeah. And eventually got past them even. So it, that's it, a good car. It looks like the Roadster's yeah, doubled in the last five years. Yeah, really? You know, maybe 10 to 12 grand, maybe now in the 20s. And a few up there in the, God, what looks like the 50s or something. I'm yeah, trying it's uh, to... 35? 35,000? Oh, is that 35, yeah, sir? 35. Can't see it from yeah. here. Ooh, 1,600, too. What? <laughs> no. What's the, what's the dealio? And then, uh, yeah. Yeah, the highest 2,000 is this is this one, Kalen. It's uh, 34,000. 34,000 for... Uh, Boy, the, the 1600 for 35000 it must be some story Yeah, it must that. be pretty nice. must be pretty nice. But either way, uh, they're, cool. they're cool pieces. Um, they have kind of a nice kind of Euro interior. Yeah. Um, again, they have a five-speed, which seems, seems pretty cool. Um, you can do things to them. They got a nice big hood scoop. That The hood scoop is not for the intake. Um, the hood scoop just has a flap in it that pushes all the air to the radiator. Right. Okay. I got gotcha. you. It's one of yeah. those hood scoops. It's like a hood scoop, but if you go in an inch, you'll see a flap of metal, and it all just directs it down to the yeah down to yeah, the radiator. Not, not much, not much grill area on the front of that. Yeah, but yeah. a but a cool handling. Like again, kind of cool, cool lines, mm-hmm. nice uh, interior. Put some rims on it and some mirrors on it and do do some yeah. stuff to it. It's a good good piece. All right, let me hit uh, Castrol over here. Let's see. Want a chance to win a trip to go to Vegas to see me and maybe you too, right? Yeah. Head to your local AutoZone. Be entered automatically to win with the purchase of uh, Castrol. Pick up five quarts, Castrol Edge. Get the SDP Extended Life Oil Filter for just thirty three ninety nine. Use your AutoZone's uh, AutoZone Rewards, that is, to automatically enter to win. Three-day, two-night, Castrol Baby in Vegas. Come say hi in November. Right, Max Pata? No purchase necessary to enter to win. Open to residents of the 50 United States, District of Columbia, Puerto Rico. Must be 18 years or older. Sweepstakes valid September 24th to October 21st. Void where prohibited. See your local AutoZone store for more details. All right, so uh, you went and drove the new uh, Lincoln Corsair. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it uh, on the show earlier this week. Um, did a did a great drive in the Lincoln Corsair. Uh, the the summary is this: like, first of all, they put on a nice event. You drive from San Francisco to Monterey. We stayed at Carmel Valley Ranch, um, and just you know, overall, just like Lincoln's kind of up their game. The luxury level, they make a nice vehicle. The Lincoln Navigator that we've driven several times, we love. And the Aviator is the three-row midsize. Hey, I don't know what sales are doing, and maybe it's just me, but I walked my dog around my neighborhood, and four years ago I saw a lot more Mercedes Utes yeah. and a lot more uh, Land Rover, Range Rovers, mm-hmm. you know, that stuff. I'm seeing a lot more Lincoln now. I feel like. I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's Matthew McConaughey. And I don't, again, I don't know what sales – sales are sort of like – I tell people all the time. Like you can talk about your show being popular. You can talk about numbers. You can talk about overnights and demographics yeah, yeah. and all that. 
if your show's popular, when you walk through an airport, people will stop you and say hi or say things. If your show's not popular, no one will say that. You can show me all the numbers you want. But I'll tell you, if you're not, if I can get, go with you and walk through an airport, any airport in the country, and no one says anything or looks at you mm-hmm. or does anything, then your show's not popular. And you can talk like car sales all you want, but it's when you start seeing more of them on the road, yeah, like more in traffic, more parked in the driveways yeah. of nice houses and that kind of stuff. Well, the the design is good, the luxury levels are good. I got to play around with uh, phone as a key. So we, we drove around, we'd stop, I'd grab out the phone. They gave us all like phones with the app loaded up so we didn't have to load it on our own phones and like start the car, lock the doors, unlock the car, do whatever. So you can use the key, you can use the keypad on the door and inside or the phone app would that to have, lock and unlock your car. <laughs> would that have benefited me when Lynette went out of town and Gabe put the key for <laughs> oh, no. her Tesla on the tire and then I called Lynette and I said, where is the key? And she said, it's in the cup holder. Yeah. And then I smashed it. When you ran it over? Yes. <laughs> Although the car ran and then later on blocked my car in the garage. Right. And then when I later on went to go look for the spare key, I found the leather pouch, <laughs> but not the fob. So you and had then, two cars at home and you couldn't drive either one of them. And then when I called, yes, Lynette to ask her where the key fob is, she suggested that the valet may have stolen it at some point. Um, would this phone app have benefited me Problem at solved. that point? Mm. Problem solved. You could have used the key fob. Mm-hmm. You could have used the phone app. Mm. And if you ran over your phone and the key, you could walk up to the car, type in your code, get in, type in your other code, starts. Right. By the way, if you left your key fob at home, mm. you could still give a code. It'll randomly generate a valet code. Mm-hmm. The, the valet could use it. And mm-hmm. then when he gives you back the car, code's gone forever and randomly generates another code. So now, you could, he's, he's so, saying I can use my phone app for the Tesla <laughs> X? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, well, well yes. that can. They have some version of, of phone as a key as well. But uh, I got to play around with it, and it was great, and uh, and it was a, it was a fun it was a fun trip. The Lincoln is is nice, and even though the smaller Lincoln, because the small wheelbase is a is a bumpier ride, they put all sorts of attention into making it comfortable. NVH noise, vibration, and harshness. They did mm. everything they can to eliminate as much of that as possible. They made a really nice driving smooth thing. And of course it's got, you know, because it's Lincoln, even though it's the small Lincoln, heated and cooled seats and massaging seats and the great sound system and noise cancellation in the sound system. Uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. They've upped their game. Yeah, it's good. I was able to use my phone to call Gabe and ask him, <laughs> why wouldn't you send me a text and tell me that the key was on the tire? Why yeah. why not just translate yeah. that transmit that little piece of information for me when you drop the car <laughs> off? Does that seem like something you'd want to convey to the person who's gonna drive the car? Here's where the key I've hidden the key somewhere in the car, but I'll leave it up to you. Oh. I'll leave it up to you to find it instead of send you a text saying it's on the driver's side tire. When you use Lincoln's Of course when I called Lynette, she was like, <laughs> It's in the cup. It's in the cup holder. I was like, okay. Yeah. 
So Lincoln's key has a phone. Phone has oh, a key. If, if these two were, if, imagine if they were in the military. They'd just be bombing themselves. That's, can you imagine that? They'd be working in the kitchen. And by the way, this is, uh, this is, this, this, this crime scene is what happens when you take two like-minded folks and put them together. They create a super, super neutron bomb of super tornado because I did call Lynette and go, where is the key? And she's like, I, I told Gabe, put it in the cup holder. Like, okay. <laughs> All right, Gabe didn't hear that part. You guys were sitting 16 inches apart, to be fair. Like, how, but how casual is everybody with everything? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Get a Thanks. Prius. Okay, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, or get rid of Gabe. <laughs> All right. Rick um, Shad, I hope I'm saying, am I saying Shad? Am I pronouncing his name correctly? Shad. Shad. Rick Shad is uh, executive director of mm-hmm. uh, Newport Concourse. Um, I think I just got something. Oh, oh, I just got, yeah, yeah. I just got an email on this. Uh, Rick? Yes. <laughs> um, nice to be with you guys. This is exciting. Good to be with you. I just, and, and um, yeah, so Jay Leno just bought a place out there. Jay Leno he is, is going to be the small event. place. A small place, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jay Leno is going to be the event chair. Um, this is a, um, I, it's so funny. So I, I woke up this morning. I think I got something from Gooding and Company or something yes. that suggested this was going on. And I was looking at it. And then later on, when I was talking to my guys and they said Newport Concourse, we have a Newport Concourse out here. Yeah. And I thought that's what we were talking oh, about. Oh, that's what I sorry. thought we were talking about as well. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we should do so the Rhode a, Island part, right? A, a Newport, a Rhode bit, Island. Yeah. Right. I was like, where did Jay bought a house over there? Why did he buy Newport Beach? Oh, I did God. the exact same thing. It's in Newport. It's a Newport concourse. So, yeah. sorry. I just asked somebody, too, if they were going to this event. It's like, hey, you guys going to the Newport concourse? They're like, no. Where's that? I was like, Newport. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, no, they... All right. So our West Coasters over here, this is this not, is yeah, this, this is, is going bad. on now is I mean this weekend, right? Yeah. Well, it starts on Thursday. Actually tomorrow. So we're in the throes of putting a mo- it's a motor week, so it's not just it ends with the Concord Elegance on uh, Sunday. So it's a it's a full, you know, motoring event. It's the first one of it this size um on the East Coast or definitely in the Northeast. I know Amelia is a great event and there's some other events, but this is a massive uh, new motor week here in Newport, Rhode Island, and um, and it's a very historic place. It was the birthplace of auto racing in America in 1900, so um, there's a reason to do it here, and I have Donald Osborne, his work is actually the head of the Concours on Sunday, and Jay Leno is our chairman for the week, and I'm here with Justin Bell and uh, who's with the Torque Show, who's doing the t- the TV on this thing. We're doing a live simulcast and uh, a-, a whole bunch of different stuff. We have a lot of people coming from the West Coast, a lot of great cars from the- coming from the West Coast, as well as amazing cars from around the world and here in the East. So it's a it's a very very significant uh, event with different things happening on each day. And uh, we're even having uh, John Legend is playing on Friday night. I've got Kenny Loggins playing on Saturday at our at our big gala. Uh, 
and it's a it's a it's a whole big thing going on here. And Gooding and Company, as you mentioned, is our auction house, and they'll be doing a full auction here next year. Uh, this year, they just have uh, private treaty cars uh, on display here. Um, but it's we have all the big players are here, all the big brands, and we have the greatest class of judges, uh, group of judges for the different classes on Sunday, and we'll be awarding the best in show trophy at around three o'clock on Sunday, and it's the trophy itself is spectacular, solid sterling silver, 25 inches tall, about 50 pounds, and um, it's something else. We, I wish you were out here, Adam. I yeah. understand you're going on a, on a cruise. I, I am. Otherwise, I would definitely be out there. I was talking to somebody recently about them possibly franchising Goodwood mm-hmm. out here and bringing it to the East Coast, and um, I thought, I like that stuff's popping up all over the yeah, place. Yeah. It'd be nice to just fill in the country with these great car events. I know. Um, yeah. How many cars come out to your event? Well, we in the classes, uh, 13 classes, we have 100 cars uh, that'll be judged on Sunday. But there's literally, uh, I mean, 1,000 cars out here. There's cars arriving right now. The new C8 Corvette just got here with the huge GM display. We have 13 cars from the Heritage Center, uh, from General Motors. We have cars from the Henry Ford Museum. We have what we think is going to be the largest collection of Bugattis in U.S. history uh, here at Belcourt Mansion. Um, they're all arriving today. I uh, just watched the uh, Corvette uh, Golf 1 uh, from the 60s just pull in, which is, was amazing. Um, there are th- going to be thousands of cars here uh, of all types, makes, years. Um, we're even doing an, an event similar to the Quail, which we call the Gathering um, at Rough Point, which is uh, a huge mansion that was Doris Duke's estate, the Tobacco Heiress. And uh, it's a very elegant garden party with uh, newer cars out there. And we're doing several unveils with Aston Martin with the Zagato twins. We're doing the uh, Bugatti Chiron Skyview car. Uh, Kona Sig Mm -hmm. is bringing the Jesco and also um, the car that the Allerga, uh, um, I'm not pronouncing that right, but the um, one that just broke the speed record uh, is here. Um, So, I mean, it's, it's endless. There's just... People are really excited about having something like this on the East Coast. They've wanted it for a long, long time, and We've been working on this project for, it started about, the idea started about five years ago, and then the investment really started into it um, about two years ago, and that's when we kind of lit the fuse on this thing and started planning it, and, uh, you know, anybody who's got the idea of doing a motor week, um, think twice. It's a, it's a lot of work and <laughs> yeah. a lot of money. Oh, we know. Um, hey, you, you were but, saying uh, you just saw the Corvette Golf 1 pull in. Um, yep. That's the... Is that the experimental one that looks sort of like an indie car? Or is that the next gen one that looks a it little can am I, um, I, I think it's not a '63. It's the it's an off white. It's the off white um, Golf One. It's with the huge race history. It's um, I mean, it's a very very significant car. Um, but we have, and we have Paul, um, Paul Newman's uh, Daytona winning car is what? coming in. Uh, Roush is bringing that car. Roush um, is bringing the, so, n- the, the Mustang that nobody's fool, nobody's fool. Mustang. Yes. <laughs> so that <laughs> Roush is bringing in the, so Newman won his class in Daytona and a Roush Mustang that was sponsored by the movie. Nobody's fool. Yeah. I, I believe yeah, yeah. that's the story. So that's one. So this is uh, quite, 
quite substantial. Yeah, it's and we and we're gonna and Jay's doing a couple seminars, which is going to be really amazing. He's doing one with Jay Ward from Pixar, who I I know you know, and uh, they're talking in with uh, Michael Simcoe from Globe, uh, from GM, and um, uh, and I mean just a huge guys talking about the design and how movie cars relate to um, you know cars and car designers, and they're going to do a great uh, design symposium, and Jay Leno is leading that with uh, Don Osborne. And and then Jay is doing another discussion about the journey of Ford back to winning Le Mans. And they're going to have um, the Golf um, GT here. I mean, not the Golf, the, um, the Ford GT here, um, you know, that competed and won in Le Mans. And they're telling that whole story, So, which is going to be an amazing uh, talk that we're doing there, too. And, uh, and then we have things like America's Cup. We have uh, Roger Penske's team, American Magic, is doing a discussion um, about bringing America's Cup back to uh, Newport, Rhode Island, which is going to be fascinating. Rick, and so Rick th- can I jump in? stuff for everybody. Um, what, which GT40 is that? It's the Mark II one? Do you know the, the year yeah, of the it's color? Yeah, the Mark II. That uh, was, uh, was it um, um, McLaren's car, or was it a year after that? No, no, no. I'm sorry. It's, it's the newer one, the one that won recently in the 2020. Oh, oh, uh, oh the new, yeah, the oh, new the yeah. Ford GT, the new Ford but not GT. a GT40. Yeah. So, right, yeah, right. Yeah, no, 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 not GT40. I'm sorry. Right. I got right. it. I, it the, the, I got too many car numbers and names bouncing uh, around in my, my head. My mind is, 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 <laughs> is scrambled with all the cars that are coming in here right now. <laughs> well, I will tell uh, if people want to go to the Audrin Concourse dot com. Am I saying Audrin? Right. Yeah, audrainconcourse.com. Audrain, sorry. Uh, and, you know, they can still get some tickets to come in. Um, a lot of things are sold out. But the great thing about this event is a lot, uh, half of this event is for free. So people want to come in and go to the different mansions and see the Bugatti display, see the McLaren display, see Porsche North America, see um, all these great cars in Lamborghini. They can go and walk on the lawns of the mansions and see those displays for free. And we're really encouraging young people to come in and, and that leads me to on Sunday for the first time ever, we have a class called the 30 Under 30, uh, which we developed for bringing young people into an actual Concord competition. So you, you can't be older than 30 years old and you haven't, you couldn't spend more than $30,000 on the restoration of your car. And that was encouraged to encourage families to work on a car together and young people to get into the hobby. And so we have, you know, we have like Skylines, we have Hondas, we have, you know, a great selection of young people's cars, you know, for that class. And that class is going to be judged by Jay Leno and Don Osborne and I think Sandra Button and a bunch of great people who are going to judge that that class and they can actually vie for best in show trophy on the field which is pretty cool rick shad thanks for uh joining us it sounds like a great event i hope we'll uh, be able to get out there next year and uh say hi to uh jay and donald who uh we love so much from jay leno's garage when you when you see him and again go to uh it's a u d r a i n concourse.com and check it out and get tickets thanks rick Thanks. Uh, we'll see you guys here next year for sure. I Thank hope you. so. It's beautiful. It's beautiful country. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so weird. So Chris is like the Newport Concourse, and I was like, "Oh, we have a Newport Concourse." And then he goes, "Jay bought a house out there," and I, you and I had the exact same thing. He just bought a house <laughs> in Newport. Yeah. It's like it seems kind of weird because, and I'm pretty sure we talked about recently him buying a a car, a house. Like I thought it was 
Connecticut or something, but yeah, Rhode yeah, Island. She yeah. yeah, sort of a castle over there. What is the Gulf? What is the um, Corvette Gulf car, nineteen sixty three or whatever? Yeah. So when I was when I went, I saw the last Jay Leno's garage. He was driving the new mid engine Corvette, and they were showing their experimental Corvettes through the years. And they had their first mid-engine one, but it was set up like an Indy car or an F1 car. Then they had this really cool piece, which was a mid-engine Corvette, which was basically a GT40 fighter. Like it was there to race in those kinds of races. And I I saw them all on display at the C8 unveiling. And they called it – it was sort of like Experiment 1, EX1, whatever, 2, E. EX, the, I don't whatever. remember what the what the naming was, but yeah, they had them there and they sort of had them in order. And I didn't know a lot of the history behind them, but uh, yeah. it was interesting to walk up on them and kind of. But I don't catch, know. I didn't catch I'm a to few picture photos the, of it. What a Golf, nineteen sixty three Golf Corvette race car is. Does that make? Yeah, you know, what know we can uh, we can look it up. Those some of those pictures from that C eight unveiling is probably up on my social media, and I took a few photos. That of, car looked. That car looks, sounded, oh, and worked you're talking good. About. Yeah. All right. All right. Let me tell you about Geico. Everybody's got a to-do list. Maybe you're dropping off some dry cleaning or picking up some milk. Now you can add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that list, and you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. You just go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Just go to geico.com. Well, now we're looking at it. It's an early 60s vet that's kind of golfy, but not super golfy like you'd yeah. see in a golf livery of a 917. But there was the early Corvette prototypes that that you're also talking about that I saw them at that event, and I forgot what they were called. But you're right. They had sort of – prototypey kind of names like the EX1 or something along those lines. Yeah, the right? first one was basically a indie car, but the next one was kind of a uh sports car that was kind of was a mid-engine that they said Zora Dantoff uh drove like at the testing grounds at like 220 miles an hour or something like that. I could never figure out why so many of those cars even today or maybe not today, but up until recently, um, Golf One is what that vet was called. Um, Z06. Uh, I could never figure out why so many cars were open cockpit cars for Lamar. Yeah. Like it was like, first off, it rains all the time. <laughs> and then secondly, for aerodynamic purposes. And then thirdly, just for protection or whatever, like why – why did they make so many open cockpit cars in that Maybe era? Maybe a weight issue? Maybe they were thinking I, 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 No, I know, but, car, the, the, but it is a, a piece of light-grade sheet aluminum that goes over your head. Yeah. Like it, It's not a yeah. whole lot of weight. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can go to uh, adamcarolla.com for all the uh, live shows that are uh, coming up, and there are a bunch of live shows, and check out Shift and Steer, available on iTunes and Podcast One. As well, and support the show, go to the website, carcastshow.com, and check us out on our Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Matt's always providing stuff, and so is Chris there, Carcast Show. And follow Matt at Motorator as well. Thank you. So, until next time.
Adam Carolla, for Rick Shad, and uh, Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com.